Welcome to our Greyfriars and New Hope Holy Week Reflections. My name is Abby and I will be guiding us through this week's podcasts. It's Palm Sunday. Jesus is coming to the end of his long journey towards Jerusalem. We pick up the account in Luke chapter 19, reading from verses 35 to 40. They brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks on the colt and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread their cloaks on the road. When he came near the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the disciples in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he said, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. I wonder what your favourite TV show is, whether it's a comedy or a period drama or a thrilling detective epic. We can all relate to that feeling we have when the time comes for the final episode. In the Gospel of Luke, reading Jesus' entry into Jerusalem ahead of the Passover festival, it's apparent we're about to embark upon the concluding chapter of his ministry. The scene painted here is chaotic. A ferocious crowd, disconsolate Pharisees, cloaks laid on the ground. And in the middle of the commotion is Jesus, sat on top of a teenage horse. The crowds are lavishing praise upon Jesus. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest is taken from Psalm 118, a royal coronation psalm. It doesn't take a learned biblical scholar to realise that this entry into the city of Jerusalem is royal. The Pharisees, or Jewish religious teachers, are dischuffed by the crowd's reaction to Jesus and appeal to Jesus himself to respond to and rebuke those who are praising him. Jesus' response is somewhat surprising. If you've read the Gospels before, you might know that as Jesus travelled around during his ministry, he on occasion sought to discourage people from worshipping him publicly as the Messiah. In John 6, after feeding the 5,000, the scripture says that Jesus knew the crowds were about to forcibly proclaim him king, so he runs away to a mountain. But on this day, outside Jerusalem, at this time, Jesus accepts the proclamations of his followers. However, we can't observe Jesus' triumphant entry to Jerusalem in isolation. Less than a week later, the crowds who declared him king will bark the name Barabbas. The God-man who was honoured with a royal welcome will receive his coronation. The crowds, at least to some degree, looked at this Messiah as their deliverer from the tight grip of Roman occupation. Over the week's podcasts, we will see how Jesus reveals his true intentions and in doing so, turns these crowds against him. 
but we must finish by asking ourselves, how do I misunderstand Jesus and his mission? How do I, in my weakness, mould Jesus into what I consider to be proper? And how can I let Jesus reign as king in my life, showing me what is right and wrong? Let's stop and meditate on what Sam has shared. Does Jesus look like the saviour you expect him to be? What would it look like to let Jesus be king over my life today? We'll pick up the story again tomorrow.